praise you, Lord, I praise you, oh, I praise you, yes, I praise you, how I praise you, my precious Lord. I love you, Lord, I love you, oh, I love you, yes, I love you, Lord, I love you, my lovely Lord. You are worthy, Lord, you're worthy, oh, you're worthy, so worthy, oh, you're worthy, most holy Lord. We're just going to uh, quickly go into not opening the... Bible today here, which is going to go into a known passage that the Holy Spirit is bringing to us, which is about the walls of Jericho. The walls of Jericho was huge. The walls of Jericho looked strong. The walls of Jericho looked wide enough for even a house to be built on top. And the walls of Jericho was built with a specific purpose so that nobody can enter into Jericho. But when God gives us a promise, when God gives us a promise, if he says, I'm going to give you Jericho, no wall can stand. No matter how huge it may look, no matter how thick it may look, no matter how powerful it may appear, it's not going to stand. And the secret to that power to be released was praise. Praise. There's a beautiful chorus which says, Praise is the power of heaven. Praise is the power of heaven. Praise is the power that opens the door to the king of all kings. So when we go through our trials, I challenge you today, begin praising God. When you look at a mountain, begin praising God. When you go through a valley, Praise God. The more you praise God, the more the mountain is going to come lower. The more you praise God, the more your enemy is going to crumble. The more you praise God, something is going to happen. Your sea, your red sea divides. You know why? Because when you praise God, you're exalting Jesus. When you exalt Jesus Christ, what happens? Your problem not only becomes significantly smaller, it dissolves and it disappears. Because Christ comes into the scene. See, because you're bringing him into your picture. And what are you doing? You're magnifying him. So when you see a problem, when you see a difficult situation, when you see enemy raging, when you see a challenging circumstance, what do we do? Human reaction is to look at that and panic. Human reaction is to react to it, right? God is speaking to our hearts today to hold back, to pause, to hold back. And what to do? To say, my God is bigger than my problem. My God is bigger than this wall of Jericho. My God is bigger than what I'm facing. Today's message, even though it's short, maybe it could be five minutes, seven minutes, but just go with this title in your heart that my God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. My God is bigger than the walls of Jericho. So many times we look at the walls of Jericho. And what do we do? We start to become a civil engineer. We start to assess the walls of Jericho. We start to measure how many feet, how many, you know, how wide it is, how tall it is. We start to calculate what is it made of, right? And we try to calculate all the number of soldiers that are there. And what do we do? 
the more we calculate, the more discouraged we become. Why? Because we are not supposed to be doing that. We are supposed to be focusing our eyes on the Lord. When we see the walls of Jericho, our job is to look at the God who made the heavens and the earth. Right? Walls of Jericho is made by tiny human beings, no matter how giant they are. They are still tiny when we compare them to God Almighty because heaven is his throne and earth. Earth. Earth is his footstool. Can you imagine that? The whole earth is footstool. How big is he? So when you compare that to the walls of Jericho, Nata, what do you think? If he is your daddy, the one who made the heavens and the earth, and heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool, what is this wall of Jericho going to be? It's going to look smaller than the smallest Lego piece. Right? So small. But if we have a little brain, like the little brain that is even smaller than the ant. Ants are very smart, by the way. That's what I'm saying. Smaller than the ants. That's what we become when we give room to unbelief. We start looking at the Lego block and we say, Oh, Lego block! How am I going to carry you? Look at my size. Oh, Lego block. You are in my way. How am I going to cross over? They don't know that the Lord God of heaven and earth, what does he need to do? doesn't even need to move it with a pinky. He just needs to speak. Go from here to there. The beautiful thing is, even a Lego block can understand the voice of the Almighty God. Objects, living thing and non-living thing will respond to the voice of the Almighty God. So, the walls of Jericho came crumbling down, not because of some scientific thing that happened. Everybody went around and they all chatted at the same time, like one of my science teachers tried to explain it when I was, my physics teacher, when I was in uh, 11th grade. So she was saying, oh, they all marched together. And they all shouted together. That brought the walls of Jericho down. Really? That's why Rahab's house was there. Really? That's why it fell in a certain way so that the children of Israel were not affected by it? Really? They cannot answer those questions. The walls of Jericho simply came down because God said, fall. That's it. That's it. The children of Israel got the opportunity to go and sing praises and to do what God told them to do. Just to get Satan upset, that's all. Satan already knew that he was defeated. His walls was just standing there just to scare the people of Israel. But what did God do? Walk around, walk around, walk around. Why did they have to walk around so many times? Expression of faith. If they didn't have faith, they wouldn't have walked around. They walked around knowing that my God said you walk around seven times, seventh time, seven times, and what's going to happen? It's going to fall. In your life and in my life. There are certain things that may not fall off like that. We may have to walk around seven times, seven days, and seventh day, seven times. It signifies a duration. We should not get discouraged. We should say, Lord, I'm going to walk again. I'm going to walk again. I'm going to walk again. As I walk, I'm going to be praising. 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 I'm going to be praising the maker of heaven and earth. Just as the people of Israel did when they went near the walls of Jericho.
And God is bringing this to me, a simple uh, secret and a solution for some of our problems. While I'm talking, the Spirit of the Lord is bringing this to me for us to do it. If we have an unsaved loved one in our house, or if you have somebody who is going through addiction or any problems in your house, go to their room and pray when they're not there. Go to their room and pray when they're not there. Sanctify that place, bring the presence of God, and you get out. When they come, they will face the presence of God that's there. Just like God did to the children of Israel. He taught them that simple secret. Go around the walls of Jericho. Simply keep going around it. They were not simply walking around like fools. No. They were the children of God walking around because God told them to. And you know who went with them? The presence of God went around the walls of Jericho every time the children of Israel went. So every time when we go into our loved one's room, when we go into our, our friends or relatives' place, we pray, when they are not there, what happens? We're bringing the presence of God there. We're saying, Lord, whatever demonic spirit that is here, get out in Jesus' name. And I sprinkle the blood of Jesus on every object, every pillow, bed, mattress, computer, iPad, whatever it is there. Do the work and get out. God will do the work. God will do the work. The Lord God who brought the walls of Jericho down will bring your walls of Jericho down. God is a very powerful God. We have his power residing within us. Taking that presence of God into that place, dark place. When light gets in, darkness gets out. May God help us. Help us to apply this principle in our lives. Whatever looks impossible. Same thing with your workplace. We did that right when Pastor Pradeep used to go to work. Many, many years ago. Maybe 20, 20, more than, yeah. I think like 19, 19 years ago. He used to have a lot of trouble at work. Every time he used to go to work, somebody will cause trouble Somebody will cause problems. So the Lord brought the simple solution to this. Before you go, before you go to work, right before you enter there, pray. Bind all the forces and pray. Bind all the demonic spirits that are working there. Pray. Go inside. And he made a covenant with God. When I go, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to read your word, Lord. I'm going to bring your presence here. So what he does, he prays as he goes in. And he prays right after that and cancels out all satanic assignments that are sent from the pit of hell against him that day at his workplace. It is so important for us to do. So whether it's our loved one's room or it is our own workplace or it is a train where we are traveling or wherever we are going, we as God's people carry the presence of God. God help us to release that presence of God to where we go. See, we can carry, we have to release it, right? And it was very beautiful what God was showing me during worship about the faucet. The faucet has water. No low pressure. No low water pressure. Everything is there, fully there. Because that's the faucet of God. Water is there. But it's our job to turn it on. Right? Many times we have the cup and we say it's not working, no water, no water, but water is right here. Everything Jesus has done for us on the cross of Calvary is there. Our job is to just open it. Open it. Same way. Everything that God has put in us is there. 
we need to go to that place and open it. Release that in that environment. God is speaking to our hearts. Release that in the environment. If you have a difficult work situation, if you have a pagan workplace, release the presence of God at your workplace. The presence of God is more powerful than any demonic environment there. You can go and sanctify that place. You can go and make that place holy by your presence being there. By you praying over that place. If I don't go and pray over that place, what happens? I am like the water faucet that has everything there. I'm not opening it. But when I go there, I carry the presence of God. Now I need to release the presence of God there. And so if you have unsaved friends, unsaved loved ones, unsaved environment, wherever it is, wherever you need to go, you enter in before you enter in pray. But as you enter in pray, when you enter in, release the presence of God there. Say, Lord, I release your presence here. Sanctify this place. Whatever ungodly thing is here, whatever ungodly spirit that is here, whatever irritability is here, whatever anger that is here, whatever, whatever is the hatred that is here, jealousy that is here, whatever that is there, whatever spirit of contention is there. A lot of times there's a spirit that fights, wants to fight, wants to pick up a fight. Pray against all those and leave. If you're working there, you can't leave, stay. But if it's a room, you pray. Don't pray when that person is there. But you pray when the person is not there and you leave. See what God do wonders. Praise God. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, hallelujah. We worship you. Help each one of us to be carriers of the presence of God. And each one of us to be able to release the presence of God wherever we go. Wherever we go. Whatever we need to accomplish, Lord, help us to release your presence in those difficult environments so that your peace will flourish, Jesus. So anger, bitterness, rage will leave. So that, Lord, your rule and your reign will be established in those places, O Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for speaking to us about the power of praise. Help us to go and praise. Storm that place with praise. Hallelujah. Help us to go and bring your presence down in that place, Lord, by praising. Hallelujah. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. Continue to be with us. Bless, Lord, the times we are going to have together. Bless the Lord's Supper together. May it bring strength, healing to our bones, to our bodies, to our minds, to our spirits. Oh, Lord, I pray. Help us to have more vigor to do thy will, O Lord Jesus. More power to do thy will, O Lord. Strengthen our wills and our bodies, O Lord, to do thy will, O Lord, to serve you, Jesus, even more. And we thank you. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm sure and declare.